Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. baby slash lizard has been born we are on the verge of a general election Baltimore is in turmoil Blur have released a new album for the first time in 13 years Leicester City Football Club are on the verge of the greatest escape of all time the Avengers Age of Ultron is tearing up the box office and we are going to ignore all of those topics to press the random article button on Wikipedia (laughs) and talk about something that at this moment is completely unbeknownst to us Uh, I'm Jack and joining me as ever are Chris and Phil Hello. hello. I almost forgot your name there, Phil. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we did our hellos in the wrong order as well. Um, so yeah. we're going to be missing. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to work that one out. Uh, so we will be pressing the random article button yet again in a few moments. First off, I just wanted to run through a few of the, the bits of feedback we've received um, over the past few days. We did ask for people to send in any interesting facts they found on uh, the random article button. And we have had one from Amy. So thanks for emailing in, Amy. She has found Stripperella. Do either of you know about Stripperella? I had a look at the article afterwards. Is it a comic? It's an animate, adult animated series created by Stan Lee. It's a sexy comic. It's a very sexy comic. And the main characters are Stripperella. I get that. That's a sci-fi reference, I'm guessing, to Barbarella. What are her superpowers? Stripping. Stripping. Well, judging by the... Yeah. Yeah, stripping. <laughs> Queen Clitoris. Wow. Wow. And She's so- pretty cool. So this is the Stanley that's responsible for this. I the Stanley, so. and it's it's not that long ago, is it? No, um, this is. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of this, but seems I to have, have been a vague a recollection of it being aired on MTV Two or somewhere. It looks like a very MTV Two style. The other main character is called, is called Pushy Galore, which is less of a play on words than the original Pussy Galore. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what they're thinking there. Just name of Pussy Galore as well. Uh, but, uh, or Pussy, pussy Shitloads. <laughs> no. no, wait, that's not... <laughs> no. Shitloads of pussy is what I was going for. Yeah, but, that was wrong. But, when does the Marvel film come out for this particular character? Well, nothing in the works yet, surprisingly. Oh. But you would think that it would be in the works with an amazing cast, um, including Pamela Anderson, Kid Rock, Vince McMahon from Wrestling, and Mark Hamill. Oh, isn't there... I haven't seen this film, but isn't there a Pamela Anderson film where it's a bit like that? It's Barb, Barbed Wire? Barbed Wire, yeah, is from that the late 90s. I, I, I haven't seen Barbed Wire. Seen I, I remember the promotional poster. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing it in a video shop and thinking, oh, that piques my interest. <laughs> <laughs> my reason for asking how recently it was, I think it was about 2005, is that right? 2003 when I had a look to 2004, on? just 13 episodes. That's probably enough. Mm. Um, but Stan Lee was an old man even then. 
and that makes the whole thing even creepier. I mean, properly old, like in his eighties at that point. It's old strange men that we, yeah, it's strange that we find these old men characters. creepy, but we should be used to it by now. Every old man is a creepy <laughs> sex pest. Yeah, so they, why isn't it the norm? Why does everyone just go? Oh, well, that's, that's usual. I don't want them given the oxygen of publicity. Mm. When you get to the age of eighty, there's nothing stopping you anymore. You're not going to be worried about what people think. Once again... You're just going to be leering it, it, everywhere. It's, it's not society that's stopping me from being those things. <laughs> this is a common theme. <laughs> yeah, Danny's society. Society. I don't. I don't know what the story or the, the plot details of Stripperella are, but fair play. It's well, just a comic, isn't it? Well, well let's see. Uh, Stripperella's powers... It's just a comic and I've not just got this really wrong. <laughs> it's an adult animated series, Chris. Okay. That can go one of two ways. Uh, Stripperella's powers include enhanced reflexes and senses and his an astonishing intelligence, superhuman strength, jumping extremely high. Always a good one. And then in in quotations, sexy martial arts and killer moves. Sexy uh, martial arts? Mm. Like there's any other kind. <laughs> uh, she has twice claimed to be impervious to all temperatures and weather conditions, but this has only been casually tested on screen. Um, and she is also able to use her extravagant blonde hair as an effective parachute. Not Stanley's best work. I don't know, we can't judge it till we've seen it. Yeah, I don't feel like I know enough, and yet also feel like I know too much. Anyway, that's about it, but um, if you do get a chance to check out Stripperella, let us know what you think. The other thing... Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was Crap Punchline on Twitter has said that we did discuss Rutland last week and he said that Rutland is now is the, actually the smallest county only when the tides are out uh, when they're in it's actually the Isle of Wight but citation needed on that and we have actually got some Rutland facts um, which not only disproves that but lead us to many more interesting facts about Rutland so yes Rutland is the smallest county in England so sorry crap punchline but you've got that wrong but isn't it Rutland telling us this this is Rutland's, yeah, well, like their, their propaganda website. Their propaganda website, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some of the propaganda on the Rutland website includes the fact that Rutland is the only county to not have a McDonald's fast food chain or Burger King or KFC. You know, don't go there. <laughs> it's the only county not to have a static speed camera on its roads. So well done, Rutland. In Rutland, all horseshoes are hung with the tips at the bottom, which some people consider to be upside down and bad luck. The reason for hanging them this way is so that the devil cannot make a nest in the bottom of the horseshoe. Ugh. Which is always a problem when, oh. when, the, when the devil does that. <laughs> My favourite one, though, is that in the, in the 17th century, Rutland was home to England's smallest man, Geoffrey Hudson, who, who was 18 inches tall and was presented to Queen Henrietta Maria in a pie. What? <laughs> and... Led an amazing life. He <laughs> did lead an amazing life. I've never once stepped foot in a pie. Finally, Oakham holds the National Leg Wrestling Championships during their Cider and Sausage Festival in the late May bank holiday weekend, which is coming up. Can That's, we go? As we're, well, actually, as we're recording this, that is coming up but when you listen to this it will already have been and gone so sorry no no that's the other bank holiday at the end of the month oh that's oh, shit. Yeah. yeah we've got time we've got time to make a put a team together Guys, for the leg should wrestling we go championship. should we go yeah. to the national leg wrestling championships I didn't even know that what what is it but yeah <laughs> oh this this could be on also cider and sausage festival I love all those things what I love <laughs> cider sausages and legs <laughs> shall we as a, as a podcast we? outing as a podcast outing yeah yeah let's I'm go I'm that 
Let's go to the. Do you think they'll have much corn sausage for me? Mm. Uh, that's a good point. Um, probably not, but and that's your gonna, own stupid fault. Are we going to be welcome? Is it? Because is it, <laughs> we're not local. That's a point, and we we have insulted Rutland quite a lot. I think last, I last week I said they have too many fingers or similar. We're going to be putting that Wicker Man thing, aren't we? Mm. I don't want that. I don't think we insulted them that badly, did we? we, we I'm said, sure. We said they were deformed. Yeah, I'm sure I said they had deformities. Uh, it's all right. They haven't got the internet, so we're probably <laughs> safe. <laughs> okay. So that's all of our uh, notifications done. Now we're going to press the random article button. Phil, here we go. Okay, dump digging. Oh. Is that a gay slur, Phil? I'm not quite sure what it is. Um, Dump digging is the practice of locating and excavating old garbage dumps with the intent of discovering objects which have potential value as collectibles or antiques. These dumps are sometimes centuries old, but often date to the late 19th century or early part of the 20th century. It is a form of historical digging which involves long hours working with a shovel, pick and other hand tools. Finding evidence of potential antique bottle dumps or middens is done by searching areas where it is likely that older garbage was deposited. Middens, yeah that's right, middens. (laughs) What are middens? I don't know, I won't link through to anything. Just middens. How can you not know what a midden is? I'm not familiar with dump digging either, so this is all new to me. What a fun Um, sounding hobby. (laughs) It's a very yeah. It's a it's a low level, obviously. It's like um, stamp collecting or podcasting. I it's think like it's a step below stamp collecting. It's grubbier. It's more hands on. It's 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 got a kind of archaeological appeal. I can see why this might be fun. It sounds a bit dangerous as well. That you could be digging through some actual dump, albeit hundreds of years old. Okay, a midden is an old dump for domestic waste, which may consist of animal bone, human excrement botanical material, vermin, shells, sherds, lithics, and other artefacts. I wouldn't class any of those things as artefacts. <laughs> Indiana Jones sends the dump digging. is never Human excrement and animal bone are both very sought-after objects. Excrement? Mm. And the name, dump digging. Treasure trailing. Yeah. Sounds better. But this isn't treasure. This is old bottles. <laughs> you can't imagine a Lara Croft um, <laughs> level dedicated no. to... To dump digging. You've got to give it a good name, though, because, yeah, dump digging. I'm not going to go dump digging ever, ever, because it sounds terrible. Mm. But, like, geocaching, <laughs> it's just walking around the field being frustrated for hours, but yeah, they but gave nobody, it a cool name. Oh, and that's true, actually, because with geocaching, I suppose you could find a box of human excrement, mm. and then you, then you find yourself dump digging instead. So. <laughs> I don't it would be a horrible way to end. I don't think you'd find yourself respected amongst the geocaching <laughs> community if you did set big hiding box of shit. boxes of shit around. That's not what you're doing geocaching wrong, Chris. <laughs> He's the enemy of the, the geocachers. Um, Strikes again. <laughs> so there's a picture. There's a picture of the finds in an old dump in Meaford, Ontario, and it is some filthy old bottles. Um, Ooh. I don't know that they're particularly exciting, Phil, the old duck bottles. Um, I'm not excited by them, I can say that much. No, they don't look great. And that's the best they could find to illustrate the whole... Maybe they're keeping it a secret. Maybe they find jewels and wealth. Um, that's true. I, yeah, I know there's the saying, like, one man's trash or rubbish is mm. another man's gold, but... Um, 
It's not really, is it? Uh, I suppose it's the same sort of thing as uh, metal detecting, except there's no guarantee of metal. It's all just excrement and old <laughs> bottles. <laughs> if your metal detector was just picking up excrement, I'd send it back. I'm uh, sorry if there's any dump diggers listening, but like, <laughs> get a proper hobby or volunteer somewhere. There's no need for this. It's, uh, well, I can see the appeal because, but a lot of people want to be archaeologists, and and you can blame Time Team for that. That's what they want. They want to go out and do that. But it's really difficult to do any proper archaeology. But anybody's allowed to do this because it's not going to do any harm, is it? Just have a go at it this might instead. Do harm, yeah, that's not harm. Rolling around in a tip. <laughs> that's going to do some form of harm, whether psychological I mean, or physical. Yeah, that that is a danger. On a warm Sunday morning, put your fedora oh. on. Head down to the tip. <laughs> um, there's a whole section entitled Background and Controversies. Um, the controversy section doesn't actually have any controversy in it. Um, the opening sentence is very much unsubstantiated, um, which is dump digging for potentially valuable collectibles is at least as old as the pharaohs. <laughs> there's no bit that says citation needed. Citation, well, I will say citation needed because um, that's pretty vague anyway into how old you're talking about. Um, for, for for practical reasons, dump diggers often use a much less forensic style than academic archaeologists or museum creators would on their projects. No shit. Yeah, what it's a surprise. projects have worth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, no controversy at all in the background and controversies, but um, way to try and sex yourselves up, dump, dump diggers. Mm. God um, knows you need it. <laughs> A town dump can be somewhat different than a farm dump or a railroad dump, but in each case, I'm using the word dump too often, it's lost all meaning to me now. Um, But in each case, there could be industrial age pottery, stoneware, china, tobacco pipes, military relics like bayonets and gun barrels, musket balls, uniform buttons, and other buttons. I love those other buttons. You better subcategorise your buttons, dump diggers. Um, marbles and an assortment of other things. Yes, including shit, more shit, vermin, and shit. Bones, bones, animal bones. Um, See, no, no amount of tobacco pipes or military relics like bayonets would make it worth scrambling like, through human shit. This, this, this is, I mean, this, this whole um, entry does have a criticism um, at the beginning, stating this article is written like a personal reflection or opinion essay that states that Wikipedia's editors, um, that the Wikipedia editors' particular feelings about a topic rather than the opinions of experts, which goes some way to explain why um, that list of incredibly enticing finds you might get from from dump digging then goes to be tempered. However, a high percentage of these dump discoveries are routinely found in severe states of decay so don't get too excited by that list of treasure of old marbles and different types of buttons don't get too excited by that because there's a good chance it's going to be in a severe state of decay it's not going to go on a cabinet is it oh actually maybe it would i don't know No, it would if you're a dump digger they're going to have these things on display and you would never go around their house again my wall of buttons but Here's my wall of uniform buttons, and here's my wall of other buttons. <laughs> and um, and here's the kicker, in case you were, you know, because I can tell you're all chomping at the bit to get out dump digging yourselves. In many cases, even the things which have stood the test of time remarkably well have little if no monetary value. <laughs> so even if you do find some stuff, you know, a real top-notch button, it's not worth anything. Give it up. There are many exceptions to this general rule that keep dump diggers busy searching and occasionally they are surprised by what they unearth working their sights. And there's a picture of a clay pipe which looks like something from a car boot sale. 
the Scripps National Spelling Bee, formerly oh. the Scripps Howard National Spelling Bee, oh, and Howard commonly called off. the National Spelling Bee, is an annual spelling bee <laughs> held in the United States. I've said uh, bee too many yeah. times already. As a British person, the word B doesn't even mean this anyway. No. Um, although they're, they're quite aware of the, the dual meaning of the word B because they have a B within their logo, within the spanning bit, spelling B. Too many times. No B. meaning at all now. <laughs> B, 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 B. Nothing. <laughs> so the the spelling B um, is the, the most curious of um, <laughs> pastimes of getting small children to stand up on a stage and spell words. I have to say, I am. I would class myself as a good speller. I think mm. I'm pretty damn good at spelling. I think I'm okay. I think I'm better than you. Well, let's put this to the test, bitch. <laughs> That's very right. doable. I think I think that um, challenge has just been laid down. I'm happy to take you on in a spelling bee right now. Okay. And I will fucking slaughter you, Bring you motherfucker. Okay, Bring I'm looking forward to this. Um, so am I going to be the... Um... Go on, why not? Let's do this. You don't look at your laptop and keep your hands by your sides. My hands are on my legs. Okay. You can go to a dictionary. You're next to a dictionary and Scrabble. I don't know how Scrabble's going to help. I'm not going to touch anything. You can see me. We don't record this over Skype. You can see me. I'm in the room. Right. Come on. I don't need to cheat. You need to cheat. You twat. I'm going to take you to the spelling cleaners. I'm going to take you down to Spelltown and I'm going to kill you. I'm going to take all your vowels and then shove them down your throat. I'm going to be a consonant threat. <laughs> You're going to be a consonant threat. <laughs> <sighs> I'm going to kidnap your family. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the inaugural 2015 Wiki Shuffle Spelling Bee. I can't tell how, in, how genu- genuine that enthusiasm no, is. That was genuine enthusiasm. Okay, good. I'm not, excited for this. Not for me, it wasn't. Good. I'm scared now. I feel like I've put my foot in it a little bit. <laughs> right, so we've got ten words here that I've sourced. Um, we'll take it in turns. I'm glad I'm not competing in this particular challenge. Um, so to make it absolutely fair as to who gets which word, they'll be randomised. So you choose a number between one and ten. I'll read that word aloud. Um, and then you can spell it out for me. Jack, if you would like to go first, the number between one and ten. Um, I'll go for four, please. F-O-U-R. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number four. Um, can you spell for me caffeine? No. No, I cannot. Uh, can I have it used in a sentence, please? <laughs> um, caffeine is found in... I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll just try and spell it. Okay. C-A-F-F-I-E-N-E. No. Yes. Shit. C-A-F-F-E-I-N-E. They're the wrong way around in caffeine. No, I don't want to lose. I hate losing. So, Chris. Let's go for number one. Okay. Word number one is... Hippopotamus. Okay. H I P P O P O T A M O U S. Oh, you went no. wrong. Ah, in your face. Even I knew that one. We're both craft at spellings. H I P P O P O T A M U S. There's no O. There's no O in hippopotamus. Uh, 
I'll have number eight, please. Okay. Questionnaire. Oh, this is a tricky one. Everyone struggles with questionnaire. I'm going to go for question, and then... <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Q-U-E-S-T-I-O-N. I can't remember if it's double N or not. Um... Okay. I'm going to go for... A-I-R-E. There's a double N. Ah! <laughs> We're not very good at this. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> None for three. We're on fire. This is humiliating. Chris, okay. pick a number between one and seven. <laughs> Six. Okay, can you spell sovereign? Yes, I can. Oh, I can spell that. S-O-V. E-R. E-I-G-N. You can, you can yes. spell sovereign. Boom. One to me. Oh, no, you put it in the wrong column. That's a vital error. <laughs> oh, this is bad. Spell check has ruined our lives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pick a number from one to six. Um, five. Intravenous. Oh, for, he gets sovereign. And you get intravenous. intravenous. <laughs> you should have picked a better number. <laughs> I-N-T-R-O. Nope. Oh, for <laughs> <sake>. <laughs> <laughs> I-N-T-R-A-V-E-N-O-U-S uh, Probably wouldn't have got that one Okay, halfway <laughs> there And the score is One to Chris And none to Jack Okay um, So five, Number from one to five Three Inseparable uh, In- no, Inseparable No, because this is a funny one Because I've got this wrong I know this I think I might get this wrong I-N S-E P-E-R-A-B-L-E. P-A-R-A-B-L-E. You still know none. I knew that one. I don't know Sovereign. So you say. I know. Right, let me spell it then. Or if you just say it. Just said it. Pick a number from one to four. Four. Maneuver. That's the one I was hoping I didn't get. M-A-N. Oh no! Oh, M A N. The crowd falls silent. Uh, if we can just put some who wants to be millionaire style <sighs> chords over the top of this. M A N. I'm o- gonna have to hover you. M A N O U. No. It's got an E in there. M A N O E U V. I knew there was an E in there. I couldn't that work is it that out. is a hard one. It is a hard one. Uh, this was not a good manoeuvre. One, <laughs> <during this, laughs> one, one to three. One to three. Two. Nauseating. Okay. N a u s e a t i n g. Is correct. Bang. You've won. I can't win now. Can this, you not? Is, this is devastating. We just finished it to the end, yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stop. Um, okay, I've got one more chance to claim some. You some credibility. One or two. I'll have one, please. Embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> I always struggle with embarrassment. I, I would imagine. I can see why. E M B A double R A double S M E N T. Oh, no embarrassment there. All yeah. from yeah. there. You can keep your. Come on. Okay, and finally, Chris. Yeah. Um, the word is 
vaccinations. Oh, Ooh. that's fucking easy. VA. I'm sick. <laughs> oh, I might get wrong because I'm unsure. I'm leaving this podcast. V A C C I N A T I O N S. Is correct. Bang. I am the spelling champion. That's 3 1. I mean, that is quite a commanding victory. <laughs> Um, Should we get back to this article? <laughs> I feel like we've, we've sort of went off a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, loser. Uh, <laughs> and it's good because I got to keep out of the whole thing. Everyone thinks my spelling's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind the fact I had to check pretty much all of them. <laughs> I'm so bad I didn't get my Nuva. Carry well, on. <laughs> well done, Chris. I Thank you. Thank you. So, let's learn a little bit more about the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Um, why is it called the Scripps National Spelling Bee? What does that mean? It's it's run by the EW Scripps Company. Oh. Whatever that might be. What do they do? Um, do they make the letters? They, do they make the letters? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a sponsor, isn't it? It's an American broadcasting company. Um, founded as a chain of daily newspapers um, and was a media conglomerate. So this and is now the spelling their legacy. Televised? Uh, yeah, it's a big deal, I think. Mm. Um, it's on ESPN. Well, I suppose we watch Countdown, don't we? So, yeah, that's kind of American that. Countdown, yeah. yeah. It's the fact that it's children participating that's the weird thing mm, for me. Because they're, they're pretty shit, really, aren't they? <laughs> well, like, Countdown's full of like really smart grown-ups. Children spelling? Oh, come no, on. no, no, kids are no. better at stuff like that. Yeah, because they, they've got nothing else to do, have they? Yeah. So the the Scripps National Spelling Bee has 281 sponsors, um, mostly newspapers from the US, Canada, the Bahamas, New Zealand, Asia, and Europe. So this is a um, an international fair. Why aren't we invited? They said Europe. We're in Europe. Yeah, but we've, I don't remember being asked. And I've just won the 2015 spelling competition. <sighs> right, we're never speaking of this again. I'm not <laughs> um, you might see me on there next year. <laughs> All the 12 year olds <laughs> spelling hippopotamus. Okay, the 88th competition um, took place earlier this year. Oh no, sorry, will take place from May the 24th to 29th. And students will compete for a $30,000 prize. I thought you said there that the 1988 one will take place later this year. <laughs> and that's a, that's a very big mistake. Such a trusted um, organisation. It, it's fairly... In the last year's competition, there were 281 spellers competing. Um, the, the youngest was just eight years old. Hussein mm. Godrawalla from South Carolina. Um, fucking show off. You're so bitter. Because <laughs> you can't spell. I can spell. I can spell you embarrassment. <laughs> wow. Here's a list of the words that appeared in the final. And if you thought that I was um, being mean with the words I chose for mine. Um, Aishalian. Nossi Fencer. Abasi. Quebrada. Don't know what any I've of these I've never are. heard of these words. Charcuterie. That's just like a barbecue, isn't it? I've heard of that one. I just call it a barbecue. In fact, you don't even need to call it that. There's three letters. You can get rid of a lot of these words. 
the Academy Award nominated documentary film Spellbound from 2002 follows eight competitors including eventual national winner Nupa Lala through the 1999 competition which is I've actually a really about, nice film yeah I've heard uh, it's called really Spellbound yes. no, I'm, maybe because I'm an ignorant person if I was going to sit down and watch a film called Spellbound I'd be expecting a lot more wizards <laughs> yes um, I imagine that they make it clear from the DVD box if it's I got don't know. pictures some of, these of wizards smart, on it that some of these smart kids thing. they could be wizards could be like they, I don't know they could be wizards <laughs> yeah um, it's the, the fascination in America with um, looking at these school level championships and tournaments it's really weird mm. like the pop- popularity of high school football and, yeah. and college football yeah that's college odd. football was very popular and, yeah. yeah that's why is that why does that matter Americans love children <laughs> yeah we hate them we hate them here. So we we think they should be seen and not them. heard. Yeah, um, um, but and they're not very capable as well. That's yeah. it. Right. In America, yeah, they, they celebrate their children. Well, they do, but then when they ever cast a child's role in a film, they get a thirty-year-old to play them. Yeah, True. pretty much exclusively. Um, no, I don't like them. Don't like kids. Don't like kids. Just in general. I don't like kids. I don't like spelling. So this whole competition can go to hell, as far as I'm concerned. Wow. I can't help but think that the tone of this conversation would be different if, if the results of the competition <laughs> had gone the other way. This, it just yeah. feels that way. Yeah, that happens often. <laughs> no, I don't want to do it anymore because I haven't won. Oh, and how often does that happen? All Chris? the time. It's rare that I lose. I'm not sure whether it's just because we know a lot about American culture and not about um, as much about other cultures. But it seems like they have a lot of these very odd pastimes that none of the rest of the world get involved in. I mean, baseball, what's all that about? It's just rounders. It's just rounders. Yeah, but they can't call it rounders, can they? Rounders is shy as well. (laughs) The little girl pageants and stuff. Yeah, I don't really get the pageants. We don't have that here. I think they tried to put it here, but people were like, come on now. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 long. that's Let's not rate eight-year-old girls on their beauty. I, I, that's well. Remember that when the daily sport thing when we had that conversation? Yeah, we, we did. Yeah, that's sixteen. Yeah, just sixteen. <laughs> yeah, it's not cool, is it? No, because maybe in America they don't have someone to say, "Oh, come on then, come on." This. What was the headline that the Daily Star wrote about Charlotte Church when she was fourteen? Oh, it was like a picture it... of her when she was at the beach, and they were like, "Charlotte's having a swell time." Yeah, something like that. Wasn't there a countdown clock? I think that was Hermione in the Sun. Oh, there's been a lot. There's been a lot of countdown clocks. Yeah, Emma. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Yeah. Oh, there was. The internet had ones for like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. Um, I don't know who are the other sexy kids. Can't think think of any off the top of my head, but yeah, yeah. I think we're done with this stupid spelling. Let's wrap up. Just enough time to to congratulate Anson Sujo for winning last year's. Oh no, there were two winners last year. There was, and one of them was me. No. No. (laughs) Um, Stichomythia and Fuliton were the two words that won the 2014 spelling bee. Um, I don't know what either of them mean and wouldn't even like to hazard a guess at spelling them with them right in front of me here. Um, so there we are. Well it's done. A, a pretty harmless pursuit. Well done, um, Sujo and Hathwa. And can you Chris. Just, and Chris, thank you. Yeah. I was going to force you to do that there, but you did it, you did it anyway, which is an unusual nice gesture. <laughs> that can be nice. Right, let's wrap that up. 
Um, and let's never speak of it again. <laughs> so that's it for another week. Uh, you can find all of our stuff on wikishuffle.co.uk. If you have pressed the random article button and you found anything interesting, email it into us, podcast at wikishuffle.co.uk. Uh, and wikishufflepod is our Twitter. We are posting facts every day, or Phil is. Every afternoon at about quarter to five, we will be issuing um, a little bit of finding from that day's random article button press. So have a listen. Um, please do follow us and do all the, the retweeting, etc. that goes with that particular institution. Yep, and you can find us individually on Twitter at Duke, J-O-O-K, that's me. Chris is Chris Wallace 123 and Phil is P.E. Sharman. Uh, finally, there's facebook.com uh, slash wikishuffle. So there's a whole host of places that you can get in touch with a podcast. Please do, and um, if not, we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.